Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by your AAW Women's Champion, Sierra. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic to be catching up with you. It's been a long time. It's been yes. like three and a half years since the last time <laughs> I spoke with you. And really? I know so much has changed. You're now going on yeah. your ninth year of professional wrestling, which is crazy. We'll talk about that in a moment mm -hmm. you're you're approaching that that decade mark is slowly creeping up you know mm -hmm. and we are now in the era of sierra 2023 <laughs> was a big year for you you wrestled 92 matches and 35 different promotes in 35 mm -hmm. different promotions one of which was tna slash impact wrestling where mm -hmm. you faced jody threat i believe this marked your impact debut if i've got that yes correct. yeah yes, so correct. Tell us about your experience and some of your takeaways from Impact Wrestling. Oh my God, that it was so fun. It obviously I had like the nerves. Um, it was it was very last minute. It was like week of. Wow. Um, I got a message of like, "Hey, are you able to do this?" It's like, yeah, like what, what, what? Like I felt I I came in feeling very unprepared in in a way. You know, I mean had everything I could need but still I guess maybe the the mental preparation because yeah. it was it was like that week um but no it I I felt like I got comfortable um very very quick um when I arrived because there's a lot of people there that I've seen before yeah. a lot of girls that I've wrestled um so I was able to kind of like ease into it and get really comfortable um and then the rest was just I guess enjoying the moment and taking it in. Um yeah, I was I felt very, very excited, grateful of that to to be able to do that. It was it was a lot of fun and obviously of course would love to do it again. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I mean it, yes. it would be under the TNA banner this time. So technically you would be making your TNA debut. You've already made your impact debut, but yeah. you know, stars aligned. I feel yes. like, you know, sometimes even if stuff is last minute, sometimes I feel like we need those moments where we feel like we're unprepared oh. or like overwhelmed or whatever to push us outside our comfort zone, you know? And I think you it, delivered yes. on that. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I'm agreeing with you. Like, absolutely. Like I, I don't know. Maybe if it was, if I did have time to like prepare, I maybe I'd think about it more and be more nervous coming into it. I, I don't know. But I definitely agree with you that sometimes these, these opportunities that happen, just need to come out of nowhere and be like, go, 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 go. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Now, and as you're looking ahead now at 2024, it's, we're still in the month of January at the time of recording mm -hmm. this, who are some opponents and promotions that you're hoping to work with next? Um, I definitely really want to get back out to Texas. I was there only one time, I believe it was like two years ago now um, with mission pro. Um, yeah. I would love to go back to mission pro. Um, I was, I definitely have hit basically everywhere in the Midwest. So I'm looking to go more South, um, more on the coast. Um, just reach out to those, uh, new places, uh, the bigger promotions and just doing all that. Um, I was at creative pro, I think it was like two years ago as well, maybe a year. Um, I'd love to go back there again. Um, just having such good experiences at all these places. Um, just love to go, go back there again, do the thing. 
We need to get you up here. I'm from upstate New York, but we need to de yeah. definitely get you back here on the East Coast. We need some, yes. we need some, we're in the era of Sierra, so they got to bring <laughs> you over to the East Coast, yes. you know? Yeah. Now, yeah. In general, 2024, promotions aside, what are some of your personal and professional goals you want to accomplish this year? Um, I, th with wrestling, um, this year, obviously, like, the little things of, like, you know, getting to, to new states, you know. Um, I'm really trying to break my match record from last year because um, I thought I thought I was going to hit 100, um, but I did it. And so, like, close. yes, I was, like, darn it. Like, it, <laughs> I'm like, that's it. The, the, new, the new goal is, like, 100 matches, 100-plus matches. Like, and that's going to be, like, the main one. Um, but just the general, do try to do more than what I've done. Um, in the years past, um, not going to stress too much about the, the where's and what's and how's. Um, but if I, if I can just do those things first, I'll be, I'll be super happy about it. Um, I'm finishing up school this year. So well, I'm in spring. So I guess my first half of the year, first quarter of the year, um, I'm really prioritizing my school get that done, get that out of the way. And then once I kind of have that opening, I'm kind of wanting to just go, just go, just go with wrestling and um, see what I can accomplish then and there. So. Once you are done with your schooling, I mean, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but is full-time mm -hmm. wrestling your goal or do you kind of want to strive to balance, you know, your, your medical field degree with mm -hmm. wrestling or do you want to go I, full, like full-time in one, one or the yeah. other? I would love to be able to balance it. Um, I've found personally that I, I do enjoy having, you know, like my my personal life and, you know, the this um, the, the medical career that I'm going into. I really enjoy. Um, I found that it's it's good for me mentally to have the space between wrestling and, you know, Sarah and Sierra. Um, I found that's I am just better that way, like mentally. Um, so I, I hope to figure to balance it out. Um, obviously, of course, if the opportunity presented itself to be full time wrestling, I would not say no. Um, but just for that that meantime, just kind of navigating through life, I would love to be able to balance um, the two. Now, I, I'm curious for you, since we're on the topic, like we said, you were very close to your to obtaining your medical lab tech degree. You know, mm -hmm. what is your motivation behind this pursuit of this particular degree for you? Um, <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny. Um, I I'm on like my seventh year in college, so I'm like ready to be done. And I was. I'm very happy. I was able to find something that I enjoyed and, you know, thought like, okay, I could do this for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so just, just being kind of over of being in college and finally making up my mind of what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's just, that's the goal. That's the end game there. And, you know, finally obtaining that, you know, is going to feel really validating after yes. su such a long time, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine going through school uh, through COVID. I graduated the year before COVID started. Really? So like I was very lucky with that 2019. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I I'm curious for you during your studies, what has been the most fun course that you've taken, whether it's related to your program or not? Oh, my gosh. Um, 
what I think about that. I've with like related to my program, um, all of them we've had to work with um, human specimens. I'm in my um, uh, clinicals right now, yeah. so I am in um, like a hospital, so I get to work with um, like real patient samples. Um, so I've seen a lot of gross things already. I'm only in like my first month of it. Um, but no, all of the courses, it's just the whole program is something that like I've enjoyed. And I could say I've enjoyed all of the courses. Um, so I can't really say that like, maybe I'm just being really nerdy right now. and like, oh, I loved all of my school courses. No, I love it though. It's something you're passionate you know, about. I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. But the the general eds, like your English and math and eh, no. <laughs> But not once like, you, you get into like the, the meat of the program, that's where I've had the most fun and I guess enjoyment with learning yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there is going to be some, you know, math involved with the science to oh. it all. And, oh, and all yeah. Of that. So, <laughs> there is, you know, unfortunately. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm curious for you, you've had this, you know, medical mindset now and, and obviously wrestling, that kind of ties in, I feel like beautifully to it. But how? Mm -hmm. Has your experience in the medical field kind of changed your mindset and how you were approach a sport like wrestling? Has it changed? Has it changed that at all? <laughs> no, I mean, maybe sometimes with like, if somebody, you know, gets a cut or something, I'm like, take care of that right away, please. Like, don't, don't, don't keep this open wound. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, not, not, um, I wouldn't say it had any effect on me with like, viewing wrestling or or whatnot but yeah i can say it definitely i feel like uh not helps prepare you but eases the sight of blood you know and, yeah because that oh, yeah. can always right. be a thing in wrestling yeah too. so you yeah. know there, there's that aspect of it too but yeah. you know pivoting back to your career in the circle you know we mentioned at the beginning of this 2024 will mark nine years since your mm -hmm. professional wrestling debut, you obviously started very young. How do you think yeah. that you've grown as a person and as a competitor over the entirety of, you know, these almost nine years? I feel like I have grown like completely as a person as like my, my, with my wrestling ability. Like I started, so I started at 15 yeah. and like, I feel like while also growing up in, you know, in general, like becoming a young adult and adult now per se, um, that also just happened along with my wrestling. Um, I feel like just with the general, like gaining a better understanding of the business, wrestling matches, um, I feel like I've just matured more in, in wrestling um, with a lot of different things. Um, yeah, just grew up in grew up in general and grew up in wrestling I, I feel like um has happened over the last nine years I'm I'm so curious you know starting at such a young age maybe not um an outward pressure but did you feel ever I guess yeah outward or inward pressure to kind of mature faster you know as you're still in high school but you're also surrounded by a lot of experienced veterans you know in your mm -hmm. training in in wrestling um, I never, I never felt rushed or pressured to, to like grow and mature. Um, I think like my first few years, I was just still like, so new and confused as like, what's going on? What do I do? Do I, yeah. what, what, what do I, what's all happening here? Um, that I guess I just 
never, I never, I guess I never worried about that. Um, I do always think like, oh, I wonder, and I remember thinking like, you know, when I was four years in, I wonder what I'm going to be doing in another year or two. And then just, you know, that year or two passes, like, what am I going to be doing now? And um, I am always thinking of how I can, I guess, grow and develop as myself. Um, but I also had that same thought, you know, four or five, six years ago. And I feel like I'm not who I thought I was going to become, not in like a, a like a bad way. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, you just don't know at that time. You can kind of say like, oh, I kind of want to maybe start taking it this direction and maybe have this appearance or this style of wrestling. And it's probably just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's not what you're going to be expecting. Um, and I don't think I ever really had like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to be. Just things, things just happen. And then I just kind of went with the flow of them. Especially at least for me, um, in like teen years, like your 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 vision would be so kind of short sighted too. You didn't look that yeah. far out in advance. Yes. And you're yes. also growing up yourself, you know, as yes. like in wrestling and in life in general. So it's still, yes. you know, a process of that. You're just, you know, you just started really young. So but yes. you know, talking about your growth, your growth earned you a spot on the twenty twenty three PWI women's two fifty list. Yeah. You cracked the top one hundred. You ranked at number ninety six. First of all, congratulations. That's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Can you talk about your initial reaction to finding this out and then also what this honor meant honor slash recognition meant to you? Oh my God. So the last, I think the last three, I'd say the last three years, I've felt like I've put in the the hardest work, like the the most effort. Um, I've gotten the best opportunities. I've had the the biggest, best matches that I've had in these last three or four years. So Every time the the PWI rankings would come rolling around, I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this is it. Like, I feel like I've done a lot. I feel like I've been, you know, seen. Um, maybe this is it. And then, you know, nothing would nothing would come about it. Um, especially this last year, um, I was like, I did so much. You did. <laughs> like, please. Um, and then nothing came about it then. And I was kind of like, not that I was like upset. I was just kind of like, oh, what what else can I be doing I mean obviously more but like okay when when I guess will it be my turn um I was at I was at work and I work at a Joanne Fabrics like craft store fabric store or whatever and um I knew it was coming out that night just didn't know like when um but I was with a customer and my phone is just blowing up and it's um Joey Avalon, he was texting me and he's just like, Sarah, 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 Sarah. And I'm thinking like something's wrong. And then he's like, you made the list. And I like saw my phone as I was like mid conversation with, with the customer, just put down my phone and was just kind of like zoned out. Just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I wanted to like go run away and quickly yep. check my phone and like see, you know, whatever. So customer left and I just grabbed my phone and I'm like, looking, looking, looking. And there was a, there was a screenshot for 96. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was, I was mind blown. It was like, I didn't think for my first time being on the list that I would crack the hundred, but yeah, no, it was, yeah, I, I was honestly shocked. It was like, I had to go to the back room and just like sit for a minute and like take it in for a second. So I was like, that's just so cool. And it's, it's, 
I don't know. It was very cool. See, I can't even think of words right now. Um, never thought that would happen, honestly, <laughs> but um, it happened and I'm just grateful and happy for it. It's, it's just cool. It's just very, it's a cool thing to say that, you know, happened to me in my wrestling career. I think it's a real testament again to that growth and that journey that you've had, you mm-hmm. know, so, you know, s- some people, you know, get bigger opportunities early on, but, you know, especially through the pandemic, a lot of people you yeah. know, were stunted or there was less opportunities available to them. But one of the big ones, you know, for you, you had the opportunity to face wrestling legend Aja Kong as you defended your Midwest all-star w- wrestling women's championship. Uh. Tell me about that experience and maybe some things you maybe learned from Aja. Oh my gosh. I just, I feel like I went on such a big like role of just these like things happening where it's something that you never thought would happen, but now, now it is. And did um, definitely like, you know, it started with like the PWI and then, you know, um, there were a few other just like little things where I'm like, whoa, that's like so cool. And, um, and then all of a sudden like, here's your match with Aja Kong. I'm like, you know me okay um no I was very nervous going into the day um yeah just I feel like general wrestling anxiety but like way more and I haven't had like that bad of like nerves in like so long um and it's it was um Midwest All-Star Wrestling it was like their biggest show of the year too yeah so of course it was like all right well this is it's this matchup happening in front of their like their biggest crowd and they had such an amazing setup so it was just like all of like the nerves were happening um no it was it was a lot of fun um I think just the experience to say that like I stood across the ring from Aja Kong just wild to me just wild um but no I once it was once it was done like as soon as the match was over there was like that relief like, oh my God. Okay. But then it was the just rest of the night, just taking it in and trying to like replay the memory, seeing the pictures, seeing the video clips, you know, it was, it was that taking it in and finally realizing what happened moment. Like you got through like the nerves and the business and you know what you had to do and you got through it. But then it was just like the, I guess, reflection time of like taking that in and realizing like, damn, that happened. And I did that. You did do that. That's a real sentence. Mm-hmm. Sierra wrestled Aja Kong. Not only yeah. wrestled, just successfully defended your title yeah. against Aja Kong. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You know, Crazy. earlier in that year, though, you had a chance to wrestle another prominent figure in the Japan wrestling scene, that being Mio Yamashita. I mean, it yes. again took place at Midwest All-Star Wrestling. Yes. I mean, tell us about, too, about that experience. She, I mean, she's been floating between the States and the basically yes. everywhere. But yes. again, like another like awesome figure, I feel like. Yes. No, she, our match was so good. And there's, I feel like a lot of people don't or wouldn't even think first of like the, the language barrier that there is and like with the communication and um, that being kind of a, a bigger, a bigger step um, to get over, I guess, um, with, you know, working with her. Um but we got through it and we had, I had, well, I felt I had such a good match with her, like a good time, good match. It definitely elevated me as a wrestler. It, it made me better working with her. Um, yeah, that day also nerves at 100, 
just stressed all day, but there was a, a good takeaway from it. I had a lot of fun. I feel like she elevated me, made me better. Um, and it's one of my favorite matches. What ways do you think that she elevated you slash made you better? Um, I, I knew, I think with my like aggression, um, and energy, she definitely brought that out a lot more. It was one of those things that were like stepping in the ring. I knew I was going to have to step up and elevate myself and, and put myself on her level to quote, like keep up with her. Um, because she's just so dang good. Um, but it was definitely one of those things where I coming into the ring felt like I need to elevate myself in, in every aspect of anything, of everything I was doing that night. Um, and we just did the thing and it turned out, you know, it just, it just went so well. It just beginning to end just went so good. And yeah. Again, two great names. I feel like, you know, in 2024, we're obviously hoping for some more and, and maybe, you know, you get to travel more and everything. But as you're, you know, assessing the last couple years of your career, we do what's called a watch list feature. So over the mm -hmm. last couple of years, is there a particular performance of yours that you feel really proud of and why? Oh, specific performance? Um, I wouldn't say like, a specific match or performance. I, I think my, these last three years of my career have been like, I, I don't know how to just, I don't know how to say it. Like I'm, I put myself on a different level. I've, I've done so much more traveling, like the bigger matches. Um, but it's just these last three years have just been so, good and positive and intense and I've done all the things actually like a fun little statistical fact um I believe I'm like kind of almost at 650 ish matches yeah. in my whole career but the last three years accounts for almost half of my matches so I I could I couldn't say that it's a specific moment but I think these last few years and, I, and I'm hoping you know the next handful or however long I continue to do this just continues to stay the same. And, you know, each year I do a little bit more, maybe get a little bigger, do a little bigger things. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, you keep going forward, you keep rolling with it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and part of this journey is not only, you know, building your in-ring resume, but it's also furthering your character, your identity, your presentation. So can you talk about the process of developing yourself and that aspect and who present day Sierra is as a character? I, the, the, the character question has always, always been like the hardest thing for me to answer. Um, my probably like my my least favorite because I feel like I've never truly had a character I did a millennial character like three or four years ago and I like brought out my cell phone and you know did all the the snapchat and selfie stuff I think that's like the closest thing to a quote like character that I've done in wrestling um but now and I think like going forward I think the what's been that I felt like it's the best for me, I think has just been going out there and just being myself. And of course, turning that up like a couple hundred notches. Um, 
that's that's maybe the most comfortable i feel like that's that's given me the most like success with 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 what i've done um and i think that's just worked overall better for me um i can't yeah i the millennial character i think i always think back like if i continued doing like you know the the snapchat selfie how it would have progressed and maybe where it would have what it would have become if anything um how you know what I could have done with it but I think like now just going forward um just me being me who I am um just of course elevated and top-notch <laughs> Well, I will say your ring gear game has been top notch. I'm a big yes. fan of your, especially your silver studded jacket and just your yes. gears in general. So within the ring gear department, are there certain general sources of inspiration that you look to when you're envisioning your ring gear or what does that process look like for you? Um, I have, um, her, her name's Danny Gosha. I've been going to her for years now. And whenever I want like a new set of gear, I, I literally always tell her like the design is up to you. I was like, I just like, I'll pick the colors and like, I'll give me what you have, but like, I'll just let you design it. Um, the, that green, the new green and silver set that I have, um, that was all of her. I just said, go nuts, do whatever you want. And she's like, okay. Um, the, I have that black singlet with like the raw, the raw top. That was yeah. more like kind of, um, but like custom, like I was like, Hey, I need this like specifically done um, because I wanted to like try out the, the singlet look and whatever. Um, but yeah, with gear, I just, <laughs> it's funny. I just say, Hey, do whatever you, whatever you feel. Um, it just, whatever I feel like looks professional, good, um, what looks good on me and I, you know, feel good in, in general. Um, but I, nothing specific. If I, I found that the, the new set that I have, I'm getting another set made just like that because I found it, like, it looks good. I like how I look in it. Mm -hmm. Um, makes me feel good, all that stuff. So maybe just carry out with a specific design for some time. And but otherwise it's just <laughs> whatever she wants to make. <laughs> You know, well, well, God bless, you know, the yeah. designer for all of that, because your ring gear yeah. game has been very strong. And I, I love your Thank studded you. jacket, especially. Yes. Oh. It's a staple of your Yes, look. I know. <laughs> I need it in different colors. I got it from like an online shop, just randomly stumbled across it. It was on sale. Um, I was like, I need to find this exact thing and just all the colors now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could go obviously more metallic-y, like a, like a bronzy or copper, but you could mm -hmm. also do like a black or um, you have some like maroonish gear too, like a, a deep burgundy yeah. or maroon. Yeah. Too. I feel like there's a lot of ways yeah. to go with it. Yeah, I feel like the, the silver is definitely going to be a staple for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I was like bleached my hair to <laughs> oblivion to get some silver hair, but, um, but yeah, I think the silver might be the, the only little like trademark thing happening you know keep up with it and, and final question mm -hmm. kind of tying yes. in ring gear and inspirations I know some of your early influences were people who have I think very distinct in their own signature ring gears yes. that being Natalia and Michelle mm -hmm. McCool Michelle's got her crosses Natalia's yes. got the black and pink can you talk about how these two specifically inspired or influenced you early on um I early on I think I just I remember always being drawn to their like 
presence and their confidence and their energy in the ring, especially with Michelle McCool. Like her character was just so great and she just yeah. stood out in like the best of ways. Um, obviously like now being in wrestling, you know, I've, you know, looking back at their matches of like, Oh, like, let's see what I, you know, saw when I was 10 years old, let's watch it back. Like now I can really like see their work and appreciate their work and be like, they were damn good wrestlers in that time, like doing the thing. Um, but yeah, no, I, they just, they just stood out to me with, with their energy, their, their confidence, their, how they, you know, presented themselves. It just, just stood out to me and it's what, what drew me into them. Natalia's still going strong today. Michelle, yes. McCool, you know, at the time of recording, this is still Royal Rumble season. Michelle might pop yes. up. We don't know yet. She was there last year. So yes. we'll see what happens, but you know, you, right. like, 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 like I said, you've been doing fantastic, especially the last Thank three you. years. You've really elevated yourself since the last time I spoke with you and it's been really awesome to see. And, you know, soon you're going to be a 10 year vet Sierra. That's crazy <laughs> to think about. I know. I know. I feel like I'm, I'm only 24 and it's like 10 years in. I feel I old. I feel old. <laughs> but time creeps up on you when you're having oh, yeah. fun, you know? Yeah. And before we let you go, can you please let the listeners know where they can find you online? Um, I have Twitter at Real Sierra, um, Facebook at Pro Wrestling Sierra. Um, I believe my Instagram is the same at Pro Wrestling underscore Sierra. Um, I have those three social medias. I also have a Pro Wrestling tea store. Um, there's only like a few little shirts up there, but that's where you can find me. Sierra, thank you so much for catching up with me. It's been an absolute yes. pleasure. And again, congratulations. And, you know, thank you keep going on this upward yes. path you're doing, sis. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. It was good to talk to you again.